Welcome to another episode of BuzzFeed's The Library, a podcast with the same beauty, intelligence, tenacity, charm, and humor as the show it covers, RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm your co-host, Jarrett Weisselman. Eleanor, my fantastic co-host, is in week two of her Care Bear recovery, so we wish her well and look forward to seeing her next week. But in her stead, we have three fantastic guests, uh, some who you already know and love, one who you'll meet and hopefully love, because I do already. Uh, But before we get into that, quick rundown of what we have on store today. We have the answer to a massive drag race question that has plagued us for seven full days. We have a very interesting acting challenge that I'm super curious to hear everyone's opinions about in terms of what it means for the RuPaul brand in totality. We have a gorgeous really impressive runway show, and, in my opinion, one of the most shocking lip syncs in the history of RuPaul's Drag Race. So let's get right into this and say hello to Adam Ellis. Welcome back, Adam. Hi. How are you feeling? I feel blessed to be here for maybe the most dramatic episode I've ever seen. A hundred percent. I feel like we have to be like, it is the most dramatic episode, like Bachelor style. It's crazy. It was crazy. It was shocking. Well, we are glad you are here to lend us all of your expertise as we also are to say to Zachary Aris. Hi, Zachary. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just sitting next to you having a fun old time. Oh, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about this episode in total? Mm, I am ready to pull back the mask and discuss some of this uh, RuPaul's Drag Race tea right now. Yes, let's do it. And joining us for the first time in this tea is Kristen Rossi. Hi, Kristen. Hello. I'm so excited. To be here. I can't believe it. Well, we have been waiting for you with open arms, so jump on in. Yeah. Um, Well, let's dive into this week's episode, everyone. First things first, we had a lingering question at the end of last week's episode, which was, what was Alexis Michelle dabbing her head with during the lip sync? Was it a hip pad? Was it a tiny yarmulke? Was it a witch's hat? And we finally have the answer, thanks to this week's episode, tiny witch's hat. So... Who had Tiny Witch's hat in the room? Did I, I had. You I did, did right? Th- there wasn't a doubt in my mind. This was a strange poll for me because it, it, it was very clear to me. There was a lot of talk online. I mean, literal tens of people could not stop talking wow. about it. Well, that was that was a Tiny Witch's hat for a chihuahua that she bought at Petco for probably her, like, six <laughs> chihuahuas that she has at home. Well, I want to dig into something else that started in last week's Untuck that really carried over to this week. And this was the Nina Shea I don't want to call it a showdown, more of sort of like an explosion of what was Shay was attempting to be a beautiful friendship. You know, they had this fight where Nina once again gave in to her fears that she was being sort of persecuted and belittled on the stage by the queens, by Rue. And the person she took that out on was her number one champion, Shay. I felt Shay's anger. She got so emotional. I was mad for her. Adam, I mean... We have a queen like Nina who is literally now attacking the only person who has been there for her. I mean, is there any redemptive element that can happen at this point with that? I don't think so. I I mean, Shay has given Nina so so much more than I think any of us would have. Yeah. She's been way more patient. It's Nina's time, right. I feel like. We've given her so many chances. The judges have given her so many chances. It's clear that... There's something deeper going on, and it's not going to be resolved. And she can't let it go. Like, she cannot. I mean, even when it looks like she's making a little bit of progress and coming forward a little bit in her emotional journey, it's like one step forward, two steps back. I mean, MC Scat Cat all over the place. (laughs) Zach, I mean, when you see 
a queen go through something like that. As a fan of the show, are you just sort of like, I have to wash my hands of her because she's just not listening? Well, you know, it's difficult for for us as viewers because we're looking at this through an edited, right. you know, full year later. And, you know, when you're in those trenches, you know, you do go crazy because you're isolated. It's only you. The only interaction you have with other people is in that workroom. Mm-hmm. When you're in your hotel room, you're all by yourself. You, you don't have anyone to lean on. And what I will say is like, you know, two weeks ago when – there was the 90210 challenge and, you know, I made it pretty clear that I felt that there was a lot of, like, blatant racism in the editing that they did when they added that B-roll of Nina right, right, right. talking about the judges even though she was not talking about the judges. And mm-hmm. But honestly, after that that fight with her and, and uh, Shay, like, yeah. it's such a roller coaster with Nina. And she pleased me at the end of this week, mm-hmm. but at that moment from Untucked, I... I unfollowed her on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I'm there really is a conspiracy that they're just not showing us. It's. I mean, could you – I mean, because that's the thing I wonder. Unless the show is giving Shay the most, like, slanted editor <laughs> – I mean, winner's edit, like, the things Nina is saying are, are happening are just not happening. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you think about this whole thing, Kristen? Well, I think that Nina is um, sort of like a raw version of a feeling that everybody has. Yeah. Inside of them, which is that uh, everyone hates me. Um, (laughs) I'm garbage. What I do is bad and nobody likes it. And she is just like this blown out version of that feeling. And from the start, I've always I've been wanting to love Nina because she has moments where I'm just like, you are hilarious and you're so creative and talented. But she so but but she keeps like (laughs) convincing me. That I shouldn't like her. But at the same time, I identify with her a lot. Um, I I have a small piece of that in me, and I think everybody to a certain extent does too, of just feeling like very insecure. And so when I see her acting out and saying these people are talking about me, you know, I – to Shay, when Shay is like – when did I say that about you? No, did, like tell me when I said that about you. And her response was, "You've said it multiple times." It's like <laughs> that's not an answer. Right. So true. It, it never, yeah, <laughs> it never happened. And like I, I just I, I feel for her because she has this mental block, and I identify with it. And I really I want to like her so bad. It, I'm not ready for her to go. It feels like we're in like the second hour of Nina's. Inside Out movie where the joy has left her head and she's trapped <laughs> on an island and it's just stuck with the emotions that shouldn't be running the show, basically. That's wow. That's great. It's, <laughs> it's kind of becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. hundred percent. Mm. It's like everybody has been wanting to like her right. and they're supporting her. And at this point, everyone is just kind of done. And now they really are going to start talking about her. Well, it's Mm -hmm. the other thing, too, of the self-fulfilling prophecy you're talking about. We'll move on to this week's challenge, which is creating a pilot. And they have to choose teams. And so Nina instantly is like, well, nobody even attempted to walk towards me. And it's like if you're looking for it in every instance, you're just going to keep finding what you're Mm -hmm. looking for. Mm -hmm. And especially she was referencing like when she was like, oh, girls made a beeline to other girls. That was Shay making a beeline to Sasha. Of course, Shay's not going to want to be on your team. No, you just had a huge fight with her. Mm -hmm. Also, Shay and Sasha are like the team to beat. So like, why wouldn't they work together? Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's one thing for Shay to sort of go out of her way to try to help Nina. But it's quite another for her to, you know, attach herself to a sinking ship in a challenge this late in the game. 
Uh, I want to know what you guys instantly thought about these pairings. I mean, when I saw that it was Shay and Sasha, Nina and Valentina, and the other three, I was like, there's no way Shay and Sasha are not like taking this easily. Did you guys feel like it was sort of just a who else is going home this week now? Whoever was going to be paired with Nina was doomed. Yeah. And the other team was just like, I guess, I don't want to say the leftovers, but... I mean, it felt a little bit like like that. Yeah, they were to get they were standing together right. and it was just like, well, okay, let's do this. But in I mean in the defense of like the team that obviously was the worst one, which would turned out to be like Trinity and, and Alexis and uh Peppermint, like I thought when I first saw the teams get together, I was like, Oh, well maybe Sasha and Shay are gonna like go in the middle mm-hmm. and then that three person team, like you have like a trained actor the person who just won the comedy challenge and Trinity who has no idea how funny she is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they're going to... Oh, they didn't do good. Never well, mind. I mean, <laughs> what do you guys... I kind of felt like Alexis ended up being that team's downfall a little bit. You know, she... We've seen in previous challenges sort of can't not take charge in a way that other people find very off-putting. Uh, and even when you saw the thing during the challenge where she was saying to Michelle Visage, did you hear Peppermint properly speak those words? <laughs> and they're like... Yeah, we got it. Like, everyone's annoyed with Alexis when she's in that mode. I mean, what was your feeling about that team, Kristen? I actually loved when Alexis said, it's always bacon cakes. (laughs) I died for that first take. When Michelle was like, you could dial it back, I was like, you should dial it up because I actually really loved that. Alexis, I have so honestly few feel, few feelings about because she she's another person who I feel like I could see into her soul. Right. How she I, I, I keep saying that I feel like she's screaming compliments at people, uh-huh. um, hoping that they'll give her one back. That's a really good point. And I like it's it's very You are so right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, like everything just clicked yeah, in my brain. Like 100%. when you like talking about that, like because she was the one who said, oh, I would have sex with you. I would have sex with right. you. Mm-hmm. You are so attractive because maybe she's wanting. Yeah. And, when they, and in Untucked and in the workroom, she's always the first one. It's like, let's give it up for Pep who mm-hmm. just won or let's oh. give it up for this person. did so good on the run. She really is like mm-hmm. just giving compliments only to get them back. Only to get them back. And also, I think, to mask uh, an inner hatefulness that she has. <laughs> <laughs> I think that she knows that she can be kind of petty yeah. and and come up with such nonsense like why didn't you guys tell me that my 70s dress from H&M Ugh, was still so was bad like that. I cannot I watch that like as I'm going to sleep to just rage like fuel my rage dreams like it's just like <laughs> I we have, very diff- we have very different approaches rage. to slumber yeah well I like to you know burn calories in my sleep and I think I could do that through rage okay, <laughs> okay. listen everyone everyone do you mm-hmm. that's what we say uh, I was shocked beyond shocked of all shock. Listen, we had low expectations for Nina Valentina. We did not think they were going to be winning this challenge, but it still blew my mind that they came in there with nothing written, with nothing planned. I mean, it is crazy to me. Well, I think that it's the uh not to jump ahead too far, but I think that Valentina has been sailing through on these like uh, she's so endearing and she's so beautiful and she knows it and I don't think that she's definitely talented but she approached this challenge the same way that she did the lip sync Mm -hmm. this is not something that I need to worry about I'm gonna just nail it I think she felt like her narrative had already been written by the producers interesting and I'm sort of interested to see I like I I wish I could have heard like what producers were saying to her Mm -hmm. 
like I wouldn't put it past a producer to be like, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Alexis and Nina. You're fine. You don't have to prepare anything. Oh, so you think mm. there was a little bit of sabotage? Sabotage. I I wouldn't I wouldn't put it. <laughs> I love I a conspiracy. You know this. I love a conspiracy. You know too. this. Uh, let's turn to this runway, if we could, for a oh, moment. Oh, please. Oh, best runway. Best runway uh, ever. Like. Ever, it's, ever. It's, I think so. There was an energy yeah. and like the build up talking about the club kid scene. Um, like I was just like, ah, oh, living for it. You could tell that those the queens who were there were happy to have made it this so far exciting. to wear mm-hmm. their club kid outfits. I mean, they even said as much. I feel like I heard mm-hmm. three people say like, I'm so excited we're finally here because yeah. like they brought yeah. it. Mm-hmm. They brought looks. They brought levels. They brought different takes on mm-hmm. that aesthetic. Zachary, what did you think of the overall look of the club kid? It was it was probably my favorite runway overall. Like if you take everyone's look, looks into it, like – and it was such a breakthrough moment, I feel like, for Peppermint because Peppermint yes. has sort of been coasting in this middle ground with her looks. But that like – and I love I love that there were multiple references to Lee Bowery this week. And I also love that Peppermint named dropped Klaus Nomi, mm-hmm. who I referenced in the first right. episode. So there's so much Klaus in this room. I was just so impressed. Like Shay was my favorite okay. this week for her, her runway look. But um, Trinity was incredible. Sasha yeah. was incredible. Uh, Peppermint was incredible. Like, even like if Nina had more time to like fully paint her entire upper torso, that would have been also incredible. Like, it was a great, it's a great yeah. runway. I agree. I feel like Peppermint is doing that thing that very successful reality competition people do, where she's actually hitting her stride in the back half of the competition. Because when you come out of the gate very strong, Valentina, sometimes it does not last because that's really hard to sustain. But when you're Pep. And you sort of are kind of in the middle, flirting with the bottom, flirting with the top. And then something happens, i.e. her amazing lip sync, where it like kicks her into high gear. And then she sails through the last six weeks of the competition. It's been great to watch her really come into herself in these last few weeks. I've loved it. Uh, what was your favorite look, Adam? Um, Peppermint's look was incredible. Yeah. I like Sasha's quite a bit. Um, I think that she always like, takes it to the max and then, like, edits it, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Yeah. Um, it's like she listened to that note from week one where Gaga was like, you have two things, mm-hmm. you only need one thing. Exactly. Yeah. So those are probably my favorites. I do just want to rag on uh, Alexis <laughs> yeah, again Yeah, let's settle a in and bit. do this. <sighs> yeah. The, the, like, the painted band across the eyes is is done. Been done, to done. It needs to, it to, needs to not death. happen anymore. I can think of five queens who've done it on the show off the top of my head. Right? Sometimes in the same episode. Right. (laughs) And her reaction to their critique was so like, ugh, they don't like anything I'm doing. And it's like, well, then serve them something better. Yeah, she just – she doesn't get it. She doesn't have the self-awareness that you need for this show. Like in the even in the challenge, like she wanted to be administration so badly, right. and that's not a skill that she has. Right, and she doesn't realize that it's not a skill mm-hmm. that she has. And she's also doing that thing, I think, where she's really personalizing the critiques. Like this week's in particular, where she's like, "I never show this much body. I'm serving body," and then they didn't like it. So I'm sure in her mind, she's thinking they don't like my body. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Like what I will say is like she just wore that corset and that body stocking, and I thought her body looked great. I did too. Like she was, she didn't have like a breast form on, but like 
Like, all of it looked really good. And I will say those shoes that she has, I have those shoes, and I've fallen off three stages from those shoes. So kudos to her <laughs> yeah. for, for really keeping it up. Kudos to her. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Nina of it all in this week's episode, uh, in this week's runway. I mean, I, you were on board with the look, Zachary. With Nina's look, yeah, um, I was on board with what I felt like the vision could have been, but right. like that little bird kind of <laughs> looked like an extra spike, and I was <laughs> like, came out at like yeah, like it's complete sideways. Weird. <laughs> what I loved about about Trinity specifically mm-hmm. is that she was like, I don't like this isn't my world. Um, I do pageants. I don't really know the club kid scene. Uh, I'm going to do my best, and she did arguably the best. Yeah. Like, her little venereal disease look was like those eyelashes, Were the ones that came down on her face. Oh, I just I could look at that all day. And I'm just like so proud of her. Like, I feel like uh, a couple of queens like her totally stepping out of their comfort zone to be these like comedy queens when they didn't identify as that. Same with Sasha. Yeah. Sasha is like this self-proclaimed intellectual queen where her show what did she say in that episode where she's like my shows are mostly based around philosophy and politics and she's like I'm very intense yeah (laughs) it's like okay and I know if I had heard that in the beginning I would have been like like, written her off immediately but she's like I'm actually let me try this comedy thing and let me like nail it I mean she had two hilarious lines this week when she said to Trinity you know good luck fitting into it and the thing oh you told a joke like I I feel like she's getting comfortable being funny now and that's almost her journey in this competition is learning to find a new side of her drag yeah she's Mm. getting like goofy yeah in the workroom which I really like Mm -hmm. I feel like we're finally seeing the Sasha that she's like at home totally like with her friends because they're all friends now right Except for Nina. Except for Nina. And Alexis. I mean, I think we've all had friends like Nina where you're just sort of like, you're beautiful, you're wonderful, you look like Linda Evangelista, it's amazing. And they cannot hear it. So I think like you're saying, like, we identify both with being Nina and thinking everyone's thinking the worst of us. And also, I know what that experience is like. I know what Shay is going through trying to be a good friend to this person who can't even be a good friend to themselves. Mm -hmm. And then you have people on the other side like Trinity and Sasha who are like... They believe that they can't do something and then they prove themselves wrong and find out that they can do it. And they listen to the critiques and they and they learn and grow from it as opposed to just being inside of themselves, just like sabotaging themselves. Yeah. I was really glad that Shay sort of didn't let it get to her because I thought their Teets and Asky mm-hmm. segment was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I loved the that line. It was, I want any to look like a strong woman. And she was like, then vote, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it worked on the cliffhangers the thing. The cliffhangers. About the, oh, it was such God. a clever joke. It was so funny. It was the funniest. And you, executed so well. So mm-hmm. well. Did you guys feel, you know, we've talked a lot about this on the podcast before, about this season being so acting heavy. And for me, mm-hmm. this challenge felt like it felt like the culmination of all of that where you know what we've suspected all along that Rue is trying to create brands and shows that she can push out after the show it was literally made flesh in the fact that she was like make shows that people will want to watch i mean mm-hmm. do you have any sense do you think we'd see any of these do you think Rue is looking at these girls to figure out you know who has a brand that can be part of World of Wonder once the show is over a la many of the other women who've done it in the past oh I think I mean I think so I think every single one of these queens besides probably Nina is gonna have some sort of YouTube show right because I mean those are like 
really popular and super mm-hmm. lucrative. Totally. Well, I mean, and you can shoot like fifty of them in an afternoon. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Willem just changes seventeen times and does another beatdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like with with Nina, it, she. She well, she's so active on Instagram and she she does like a lot of Instagram lives and like I think one of the ones that I watched was just her um, the cameras pointed to her and she just watched um, just watched horror movies all night <laughs> and I thought it was just so <laughs> hilarious and non sequitur but I it's difficult because it's like World of Wonder sort of selects what they want to right. produce and they'll approach them with it and I mean in terms of like what we could see in the future, I mean, I could, you know you're going to see a show with Valentina on it, so. That's the thing. Yeah, you're going to see a show with Valentina. Right? I mean, I don't know what she's going to do in it, but. Just look pretty and. I mean, it literally, I was talking about this with Zachary before, it reminded me of the Bianca Del Rio, Trinity K. Bonet thing from Untucked a couple of years ago. She was like, let me ask you a very fair (laughs) question. What would you say you'd do successfully? And it just like. Quickly. I mean, first of all, one of my favorite questions of all time, outside the show too. But it's, that's, when I think about Valentina, yes, she is gorgeous, lovely, can put together a look. But like, in terms of being the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, like what is she bringing to the table that other winners have? Yeah, like what's on her resume? Right. Like what's mm-hmm. under special skills? Right. Inconsistency. <laughs> <laughs> Smiling. <laughs> that was a great. Who was it last week, Sasha, when she was talking about Valentina? And she was like, next to Queen, who mixes all the magic of smiling with the thrill of standing still. Like, it, yeah. it's like that yeah. is kind of her. She's so pretty to look at. And then there's not else left there. But she'll have moments. She'll have. She'll have moments where I don't think she has control over her over her like comedic tendencies. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of useless. But, but like, the reading challenge came out of nowhere, like what yeah. you're talking about. And mm-hmm. like just her mannerisms are hilarious. Her little oh, in right. the in the testimonial or whatever was just like cute as hell and it came, and she was like it was just it was timed perfectly and when uh uh Nina did that God, I don't even want to think about the the filming of their pilot. But when uh, when Nina did the death drop and mm-hmm. was like, "I thought you were supposed to die," and and uh, Valentina's like, "Ah!" It's like she just like does like a little ah, and then her face goes down to nothing. She has these weird slapstick, yeah, really on point comedic timing moments, but they're so all over the board that she can't rein them in and control them. So it is fully useless. It's sad because like like Valentina would be great for the show in five years. Yeah, exactly. Like, like when she vested, you know, fully. In the beginning when they were like, she's only been doing this for 10 months. It's like, okay, yeah, she's only been doing this for 10 months, it turns out. Right. She yeah. needs some time to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, clearly, I'm just wondering, like, what did Valentina do this week? Like, she didn't right. She didn't write down what they were going to do in their, in their skit. She obviously didn't prepare for um, mm-hmm. that thing that's that we're going to talk yes. about in a bit. But, mm-hmm. like... Right. What did she spend her time doing? Because I also feel like she's striking me as someone who's coming in with completed looks. Like, I don't feel like she's doing a ton on the day to make her looks run ready. She's not hot ready. gluing things to her head. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was really scared for Shay's face when she was... Also, I don't understand why she needed to hot glue it on her face. No, I don't. I didn't understand that either. Yeah. And I also, mean, was it just stuck to her face for the whole runway? What, like, what, was that was that adhered to her face skin? I don't know. And not that she needs to worry about it, but I, given what happened to Valentino, which we'll get into in a minute, like, what would Shay have done if she was in the bottom? You know, I mean, what was underneath there besides, like, potentially first-degree burns at that point? Mm-hmm. 
All right, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more The Library. Okay, so let's talk about the bottom now. We know that Shay and Sasha win. Alexis's behavior, all, all I will say is this. No sentence has ever started with, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus and not ended with someone getting thrown under the bus. Like, I'm not racist, but... Right. I I have so many gay friends, but... <laughs> I really don't think that Alexis thought she was doing anything wrong. Because it goes back to what we were saying before. She was complimenting herself, and so she didn't understand oh. how a self-compliment put someone else down. But that's the ex- only thing she was doing, was saying... I did more than they did, so therefore I shouldn't be in the bottom. They should be in the bottom. It was not a good look on her, you guys. No. It was no. really not a good look. It was a week of not good looks. On yeah. Going at, I mean, two weeks at this point. I mm. mean, after Alphaba and now Bodysuit. Well, especially considering that, like, Trinity was the one who came up with their whole concept. The whole she thing. was like, let's do two church ladies and a nun. And then uh, Peppermint was like, oh, how about this for the voiceover? Like, Alexis, you didn't write anything. Like. Yeah. She she came off as very like entitled this week, and I feel I feel the same way with Valentina that Valentina came across as very entitled to me. Yes, I've been saying it for a couple of weeks that I've kind of been cooling on Valentina. Yeah, I think we've been seeing this little bit of entitlement sneak in, and it it just it all came to a head this mm-hmm. week. Yes, well, you could not have provided a better segue for me to ride <laughs> into this next segment, Adam. Thank you. Let's talk about. This lip sync that Mm, honestly mm, mm. will go. I mean, it is crazy to me that one season, when it's not even done yet, has provided two of the worst lip syncs of all time. I mean, we'll get into the Charlie of it all in a moment because I want (laughs) to compare and contrast. I mean, we have a lip sync where it's Valentina versus Nina and Valentina has the mask on and doesn't take it off. And so it starts so calmly. It starts with Michelle saying, is she really going to leave that on? And then Noah Galvin saying, is she not going to take her mask off? And That was so, a great impression of oh Noah Galvin. Oh my God, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I'd know who I'm doing a Snatch Game next time. <laughs> but it, what, do you, what do you guys think was behind Valentina not taking the mask off? But, okay, so on the one hand, you have Bish to know the song. But on the other hand... Was she properly painted in that area at also at the same time? I she think, had lipstick on it. Yeah, think. like she looked mm-hmm. good. So it's fully about the lyrics. Yeah, I was expecting her to take that mask off and there would be like a boil or something. Like she was like, <laughs> she didn't want to. Fans like, of the opera style. That was my first, and I'm not joking, that was my first thought. There was something that she wanted to conceal. Like her little eyebrows. I thought eyebrows. she was going to have like a full beard or <laughs> right, something. Right, like yeah. she didn't do anything yeah. down there. It, I, it just, I mean... We were talking about this a minute ago. Um, You think there was maybe some potential sabotage. I mean, talk me through what you think her mental process was in the workroom going into that lip sync. I mean, I've been thinking about this since I saw the episode, and I I still – I cannot make sense of it. So often a queen – there will be some sort of controversy with a queen who leaves, and then later on, even if it's like years later, we learn some bit of new information. Right. That makes it uh, like recontextualized. Yeah, like we understand, but I cannot imagine what Valentina was thinking. And you can't really uh, chalk it up to nerves because when she when she kept that mask on, she was saying to the world, "I don't know these words." Right. And when she told Rue, "I'd rather leave Uh, it on," I can you? It was the most uncomfortable moment of my life. I was like crawling out of my skin. 
Yeah. Watching that. I mean, I honestly thought Rue was going to go full Tyra Banks on Tiffany mm-hmm. at some point and be like, what the? I, was, I felt she was restrained in that moment. But I mean, Valentina could have literally turned into Ariana Grande during that second take and still would not have won because I just felt like she had dug her grave. Rue was mad and there was nothing she could do to pull herself out of that. She was it it would it was so it would have been so easy. Like Nina has been in the bottom so often. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if Valentina hadn't done better, if she had just held her own, yes. she could have won. She yeah. she would have won. Like right. this was this was Nina's time to go home 100%. and they were ready to send Nina home. And then she just I, But that's the thing with Valentina is that like I feel that Aja was right. Like she can do whatever and everyone will be like, "Oh, you're so perfect. You're right. beautiful." And, like, in reality, like, she doesn't lip sync very well. She's not a seasoned competitor. Mm-hmm. What does she do? That's yeah. the question. And, like, this whole, this whole like, journey, f- for me, I know that many of her fans, like, adore her. And they're very, like, vehement about, like, how perfect she is on social media. But, like, I find her incredibly off-putting and, like, entitled. And I feel like she's just this dilettante mayfly drag queen that's just born out of, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars that she has and then will just, you know, flutter away to do something different in two years. Well, uh, Nina and Valentina were safe last week. They, they were right. the two people that were safe last week. And, you know, when they, in Untalked, when they were walking out talking about how they feel about being safe, Valentina was like, I need to step my game up because mm-hmm. being safe is not okay. And that's, you know, that's the line yeah. that you say when you're safe. And so she's not she's not a dummy. She knew that she needed to step it up. But I think that her idea of stepping it up is different from mm-hmm. other people's ideas of stepping it up. And I I cannot believe that she would not immediately learn all the songs on that playlist that, you know, Logo sent right. over as soon as they were cast. Right. Like, it's not a th- difficult song. No. It's also right. a popular song. And it's like, a great it's kind song. of yeah. like it's in the song. ether. It's, very, it's yeah. her best song. So it's like, I knew all the lyrics and I wasn't prepping for a competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just exactly. prepping to live my life as a homosexual. Like, <laughs> it's just, I don't get it. Usually when there's a queen like Valentina who gets by on just their personality and mm-hmm. being charming, the judges tell them, that you cannot right. make it through this competition mm-hmm. on charm and you need to work on that. And I feel like they haven't really done that yeah, they with Valentina. Really well, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, when was the last time Valentina was in the top or the bottom? Was it that is that princess challenge? Uh, it was the the cheerleading challenge. Right. She was in the top. She won. Right. The princess challenge she won. Right. She was in the top for the, um, the 90210 one. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, but so that was like that. A, so it's been a couple of weeks. I guess I just my thing is like I don't feel like she was in a position to ever get constructive criticism mm-hmm. frankly from the judges. Right. True. Yeah, that's true. But that said, they 100% should have said. It. I mean, yeah. Michelle Visage has literally never not told someone to stop relying on fill in the blank. So for mm-hmm. her, maybe they were just like so charmed they didn't see it as a weakness at that point and then it revealed itself to in this lip sync. Okay, so let me ask to you be, guys. I mean, to be fair, we were, I, I mean, most of us were all charmed by Valentina too. Oh, yeah. I was. Fully. I like Same. this This rumor of her leaving has been online for six weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. And I still wasn't, right. wasn't sure that it was yeah. going to happen. Right up until the end with the mask, I'm like. Yeah. Maybe it was. But the moment you saw everywhere. that mask, that's when all like the sirens yeah. started right. flashing. You're like, oh God, no, Reddit was right. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, because the show itself, the editing had built her up to be such like a long-term competitor in a way that, I mean, even frankly, like, 
I feel like Valentina has gotten a more prominent edit than someone like Shay, who I think is actually going to win this competition. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's because they were like, we need to build up to this moment. So when it happens, it feels like the rug is getting pulled out from beneath you. Maybe they want to turn her into the next like Katya or Trixie in terms of like justice for Valentina, et cetera, et cetera. And then build her brand. But I don't actually, I know why, I totally understand why you're saying that. Mm -hmm. But the difference for me with like a Trixie and a Katya is... They did everything they could right. and still were eliminated for whatever circumstances mm-hmm. there were. Like, Valentina left on a bad note. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's really tough to come back from. I think she's going to be great on All Stars 4 yeah. for one episode. <laughs> and she's going to get a first out. <laughs> um, okay, so before we go, I want to go around the room. And Kristen, I'm going to start with you. Okay. If you're a drag queen and you're on this season of RuPaul's Drag Race and you go home, would you rather go home giving the performance Charlie Hyde's gave or the performance Valentina gave? Oh God! I mean, I mean, obvi- Charlie Hyde's for sure because Valentina went home in shame. Charlie Hyde's was sort of shameful in a way that's like, why are you here? You know that you're going to have to lip sync at some point, if yeah. not at least in the finale to lip sync for your legacy or you know, you know, all the top queens. Right. Uh, however, right. they end up 100%. doing it, but. Charlie was at least like, listen, I don't do this. And if I have to lip sync, she said that. She's like, if I have to lip sync, I'm going to go home. Right. And I'm going to do my best in the challenges. And uh, But uh, this is just the reality of the situation. And th- there is some – there's like redeeming th- – there's a redeeming quality in that mm-hmm. uh, because she owned it. It was disgraceful, but she owned it. Valentina, for all we know, she was just like, I'm going to – win this thing so I don't need to learn the song. Right. She was almost had the approach like, well, I'm not going to have to lip sync any of these songs, so I'm going to learn zero of them. Mm-hmm. It was humiliating. Yeah. It, it was, we, Adam and I watched it together and we, like, I was under the table. Like, I could not. Oh. She was, she like sank onto the floor. Yeah. It was. It I was, was watching okay. it at my desk and someone messaged me and they go, are you okay? <laughs> like a stranger who could not hear anything I was hearing, just seeing my physical reaction to everything that was happening. Are you okay? Adam, I watch I watch all of these episodes multiple times, and I've only been able to watch that once. Well, I can't put myself through that again. Oh, but that was like me last week with Farrah's Roast. I could Ooh. not Ooh. live through that a second time. It was so painful. <laughs> with her boa, and she's oh, just like, God. oh. Terrible. It's like her security blanket. It was bad. Oh. Adam? Charlie or Valentina for you? I would have to choose Charlie because um, she had a legitimate excuse. But she, was that really – is that really an excuse? That, that she British, broke her rib? Oh, wait, what? Yeah, she broke her rib. Yeah, she broke yeah. – she, uh, she broke a rib in the um, – challenge. The cheerleading challenge. The cheerleading challenge it was everybody yeah. It was not a good yeah, idea. Drag literally that, is not a contact She said that on DragCon that three people had to have hospital visits. Wow. But they only really detailed – Eureka's. Eureka's, but yeah. You're oh, that's so right. right. Yeah. Oh, so why didn't she say that as opposed to just saying British queens don't – Dance. I mean, maybe she did say it, yeah, and they were like, "Okay, we can't." Right, it's not you good. Signed, you signed a thing that said you can't talk about your injuries. <laughs> that's not good for our narrative yeah. that we're killing these queens. If I could choose anyone, I know that wasn't the question, but okay. I would want to choose Eureka because she got to go home, right? And like, she has a she, free pass for the next season, yeah. and she's going to come back so strong. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for season ten. Yeah, Eureka. Yeah, and she's going to book gigs between now and then. For sure. Gigs, honey. Gigs for days. Get up in that gig. Zach, what about you? Oh, same. Like, yeah. Charlie Hydeson, definitely. Like, with Charlie, there's a lot of layers with it. But like you said, like, she did, like, break her rib. And right. like, you know, and what I will say, too, is in the one clip of Dragon when she's talking about breaking her rib before the lip sync, 
she also, like, the MC puts her on the spot and, like, who would you do in Snatch Game? She would have won Snatch Game with her Joan Rivers. It was oh, hilarious. I'm going to have to watch that. Um, but it yeah. also happened before Valentina, so we've all forgotten about it. Right. <laughs> so we've had time to heal, but, like, with Valentina, it really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. I think we're all four for Charlie Hydes, which I'll tell you what. When Charlie Hudds was eliminated, I did not think anyone would pick him for anything to be anywhere as, like, the choice of yeah. choices. I didn't – this this season has had more crazy it's true. runways than ever before mm-hmm. with, with, like, Eureka getting called out mm-hmm. and now this. People it's... interrupting during the Charlie one and now this yeah, one. That's right. And yeah. they don't seem contrived. Like, totally. It, like, it's always great to have a, a great runway where something controversial happens. Like, when whoever was kicked their shoe and hit the light, they, like, right. teased <laughs> that for weeks. Right. But right. it was just, like, whatever. But th- these are not, like, contrived things. These are legitimate just, mm-hmm. like, so entertaining. Yeah. It's going to stick with me. I feel like I'm going to have sort of secondhand embarrassment anytime I see Valentina. Mm-hmm. I'm already prematurely nervous about the reunion mm-hmm. because I'm just imagining now Rue questioning Valentina about this whole thing. And it's oh. just... I can't wait. Oh, the nerves. Guys, thank you so much for another amazing episode. Kristen, welcome to the family. Thank you so much. I feel part of it. Stay in this tree. Never leave us. Okay. Get in this nook. Adam, thank you again for being our guru of all things Drag Race Reddit. You're welcome. I'm here whenever you need me. <laughs> Human computer, Adam Ellis. And Zachary, thank you as always. You are such a rock for me to lean on when Eleanor is just tenderhearting her way across California. You mean a death drop for you to drop off of. Oh, guys, I thought you were supposed to die in a death drop. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> If you like the podcast, everyone, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, send cookies, send baskets, send falsies. And with that, the library is closed. <laughs>